podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to a Fatback 4 Daily Special. As you can see on screen, I have got Chris Pajak with me and we're just going to have a little half an hour chat basically about how we're getting through this lockdown. We have a little chat before we come on and um, Chris is starting to watch a load of DVDs again and I'm baking and it's not going well and we're trying to add up how long it'll be, how many, how, how old I suppose we will be before um, we get rid of our kids and start to live our lives, which is a strange conversation to have at 11am in the morning. But look, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's, that's where we are. Um, look, Chris, um, thanks I suppose for joining me because I know you're at home on your own at the moment trying to um, mind some kids. Um, how are you getting on in this lockdown? It's not great to be honest, right? Um, kids are little bastards. Um, and they're not, they're nice, they're good, they're good kids, but they just need a lot of attention. So, you know, we obviously do red men and stuff, and I'm telling you that from home. My wife works for the NHS, so she's at work. Um, so I'm like supposed to be homeschooling, which hasn't happened until the weekend. Um, and then I'm working full time while I'm also trying to look after them. At some point, they'll probably come into this room. So, massive apologies. That's they okay. normally give me around about six to seven minutes of free time at mm. a time, which is huge amount of time which is massive so they'll probably come in three or four times to be honest i've locked the door um they'll so still they come in ba- yeah they'll still work it out like but um now nah, it, it's it's just different in it gav i mean it's just crazy times at the moment so strange and everyone's just missing the things like you know going to anfield watching the football and just going out and just being able to do, just having freedom like you take it for granted don't you because it's the first time in our lifetimes that anything like this has happened really so it's just nuts and you've got the stress of your job you've got the stress of having the kids then you've got the massive stress of will the league fucking finish so that we can win the league title which is probably the biggest stress of all of them to be honest mate yeah, it's um, early on. I have to be honest with you. Early on in this whole thing, you know, when uh, when Mikel Arteta gets gets tested positive for coronavirus and the Man City game against Arsenal goes down, and then we know that the Merseyside derby isn't going to happen. I I I'm not a pessimist, but I did fear the worst. You know, I, I thought to myself, no, this isn't going to end well because now a manager has it, and now we're going to definitely get players getting it. And I just early on went. Yeah, this is probably going to drag on for months, but as far as I'm concerned, Liverpool are champions. I've stuck to that. Um, because no matter way, no matter what way it works out, 
I'll, I'll say it to you now. I, I've said it loads of occasions, and people are going to go. He's saying this fucking again, but I, I still feel it gets played out on the pitch, um, in some way, shape, or yep. form. Simply to, yep. simply to justify the TV money because the losses are definitely coming down the road next season, and you you can't double up or double down on it. I suppose with with losses this season of they're saying eight hundred million. I think it's way more than that. Um, I I agree, mate. I just think that there's too much money in the game, and they're they're all capitalist bastards. And they will not give money away. No, and and the thing is that they don't want to do, they want they don't want to lose twice. They're definitely losing next season because the TV companies are going to look and go, listen, this isn't the product we sell where there's nobody in stadiums and you're playing in a park more or less, um, and there's a TV there and you can hear Martin Tyler from the other side of the, the pitch because there's nobody there. They can't afford to lose that money this season on top of next. So when it, my frame of mind has always been more champions anyway. Do a points per game if you want. Do the Duckworth Lewis method if you want. Um whatever way you want to do it, Liverpool will be champions and I'm sticking to that. But when you look at it, Chris, um you see all these null and voiders. I don't even think that's on the table. You see all these reports come out like, you know, a chairman has said or an owner has said nobody has said anything really, have they? No, that's it. And I think the Premier League have put it on almost lockdown themselves in that way. I think they've basically come out and, and they've told the clubs, don't talk about it. Don't fucking fill the void. Um, let them, let the media, let the fans, let them talk about it. We're not going to say anything. And part of that will be because there's people dying on the streets and there's people dying in hospitals and care homes and everything else. And part of that will be because they don't want to, anyone to break rank, as it were. Um, so for me, the Premier League clubs, until they know how they're going to respond and so they know what they're going to do. They won't. They won't know how to respond. So nobody saying anything. And in the absence of anybody saying everything, anything, dickheads have to say something. Yes. If there's a, if there's a quiet in a conversation, the dickhead is going to stand up and say something ridiculous. And that's what we're seeing right now. Football Twitter is the dickhead, and football fans of other clubs who have got something to gain or or not to lose are the ones who are saying something. And they're doing it for banter reasons, and they're doing it because they hope that Liverpool don't win the league. The fact of the matter is, regardless of where that there's a trophy lifted this season. I know that we were the best team in the league. I want Liverpool to win the Premier League more than, uh, you know, as much as anybody else. Mm. We will win the Premier League if the games start again. Um, we probably should have already won it. <laughs> you know, we were so close with yeah. that Watford game and yeah. all that. Um, but the, fa- the fact is, they're all money-grabbing bastards at the top of the Premier League. Every fucking chairman wants to grab money, whether you're Liverpool's chairman or not. They're not going to give away the money. They're not going to... They're not, And you shouldn't be compromising next... Like, you shouldn't be fucking this season off for a season that hasn't started. We're 75% of the way through this season. Why would you ever go, oh, we're going to need to get next season started? Why? Why don't you finish the one that we've fucking all invested in? We've all paid our money to go to, and, and we all want to see end. I mean, it's just fucking ridiculous. Like, it's just literally manks when people are in the relegation places and Tottenham Hotspur because they want to get into Europe some other way. But they That's won't get the in. Only re- no, and they shouldn't, because they don't deserve to be. Because they weren't good enough this season, the season that fucking matters. Yeah, but but the thing is, like, if you're null and void it, you don't get into Europe next season. Like, sports don't turn around and go, oh, well, last season counts in Champions League. I don't think that's how it works. You have to, there's, there's, a, there's policy in place and, you know, I suppose things you have to meet in order to get to Europe, or you get enough points to get into the, the spaces that are available. If you, if you but, take, if but you Gav, take, yeah. I know you're right here, mate. You are absolutely right. But do you think, being the money grabbing bastards that UEFA are, if the Premier League did decide to null and void it, UEFA would say, okay, we'll have no English teams in? 
No, but no, I, right, I don't. There you go. Would, so, so, so it would be decided somewhere, somehow, somehow, some somewhere, somehow. But then, but then, when you look at what's happened with the likes of Holland and France, now Holland jumped massively early, in my opinion. France have done it a little bit better. They've said, look, we have cancelled it, but they're sticking by your for guidelines of letting them know by the 25th of May exactly what way they're going to do it. And they've declared it completed. It's a different situation because the money in France, I think is something like 20 million a team. They lose on TV money if they don't go back and play. The Premier League is way above that. Way, way, way above that. So I can France are in the kind of uh, you know, they're on the fence a little bit. Holland jumped way too early. Um, England will be the last to make a decision on it, in my opinion. The Bundesliga are trying their best. But look, when it all comes down to it, you know what and I know what money is what, what what talks, money is what make the world go round. And and that that's the second reason why I still think it'd be played out on the pitch because industry has to start somewhere. You know, me and you and everybody else has to go back to work at some stage. We can only survive for so long. Governments can only survive for so long by paying people out of work mm. to stay at home. Yeah. You know, it, it can't go on forever. Like I see, I seen it in, in Ireland in 2011 and a massive crash here. And like literally because the banks went just doing what they liked. The Irish people had to bail them out and we're still paying for it, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a million people, I think, in this country over the last week, which is a, which is a quarter of the, co- the country, um, have asked for a payment, which is 350 quid a week. Okay, so it's costing their government massive amounts of money every single week. They need to get people back to work. And one of the biggest economies in Britain um, is football. It's a, half, it's a half a million people a week on average, going to Premier League games, paying money, buying tickets, buying merchandise, buying food, it, it, it makes, it, 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 it's part of making the world go round. So I, I still think it will, it will end up being played on the pitch. Um, the transfer stuff is a bit mad. Um, I've heard stuff during, during the week. Now listen, I'm not getting into transfers um, right now. I don't think they're important. I don't think, don't get me wrong, Liverpool plan well in advance for transfers, but I think there might be a little bit of a holding pattern on that at the moment. But, I've heard over the last couple of days from various people saying Liverpool had spent no money. They have no money. I've heard um, Camoli say that an agent has said that only three teams in the Premier League will, will be able to spend money. Do you think it'll get that bad where where teams will literally have to wipe out um, any transfer plans for a year, 18 months because of what's happened here? Especially if, if they manage to get the, the season completed and they do get the TV money. Yeah, I think it might get that bad for a few teams. Like, um, you know, certainly not Liverpool. I don't think Liverpool are one of them. But I think if you want to compete long term uh, and you want to take a long term business decision, then you might have to knock it on the head this season. Certainly, and it might not be because you can't afford it, but it might be it's the smart things to do. For example, you know, Manchester United are one of the teams that came out early and said they were going to spend. Now, I don't know whether they've st- they've um, they've stuck with that stance, but they said they were going to spend. Now, if they go and spend, let's say, one hundred and fifty million on Jaden Sancho, mm. as an example, and then the market resets itself, and all of a sudden that like a normal transfer is 50 million quid again like fucking 10 or a massive transfer is 50 million quid again like mm. 10 years ago they're fucked you know you know they, they and because everything will reset along with the transfers the commercial deals will all reset yeah. the television revenues will reset like you said and people will start paying stop paying for things five years five years in advance i think you know it might be more of a rolling commitment a role like you might say for example rather than like I don't know how they're all set up now, but the way that football's just built on this massive bubble five years in advance. So the TV re- revenues are all said, okay, we're going to buy this until 2025. They might just go, let's just go on a one-year deal 
and then we'll um, but with the option to take five years almost um and everything will just be re- I think I think everything's going to change mate I think football players contracts are going to change mm. I think you know you, they'll they'll need to be in a position where the clubs can fail with the fucking staff or mm. they they can not they can they pay them per like almost per game as it were. So yours, if we complete a Premier League season, you get thirty eight payments, let's say, mm. of this much, rather than we'll just pay this a weekly wage because if they're not playing football, they're not gaining revenues. Everything yeah. stops, but yet they still have to pay out half a million quid to Ozil or whatever it is. Yeah, the contracts might change, and like that could be a huge cost for lawyers for everything, you know. So I think the whole game changes off the back of this. And, and, and listen, I don't know how it changes. I've, I've given you a few scenarios that have, you know, thought of up on the top of my head, but the contracts one I have thought about because the clubs will not want to be liable if anything like this ever happens again. Mm. There's an argument to say that if the Premier League uh, managed to get this finished, whether it be, you know, at five designated stadiums over a five-week period or St. George's Park or everyone plays at home like normal but behind closed doors, there's an argument to say that English football comes out in an even stronger position compared to the rest of Europe if they manage to get it finished and, and others don't. Where, you know, TV companies go, well, that's where you, okay, we do put a lot of our, our eggs in that basket as it is, but we're going to put a few more in it because at the end of the day, these went and, and stuck with what they were, they said they were going to do and they done it. Whereas, I don't know, the Bundesliga, the League on, uh, Serie A, they didn't if they don't, you know, that kind of way. So, does an, I know where you're coming from with contracts, like there is going to be like, you know, there's definitely going to be something put in, in, a, in every player's contract now that if a pandemic happens or if the league is stopped for any reason, we do not have to pay you, but we hold you under contract or well, not not pay you, but you will reset to X amount, you know. Yeah. And look, what's the chances of it happening again? I don't know. It feels pretty high at the moment because of the situation we're in. But 18 months down the line and we va- we're vaccined up, am I like... Ah, it's all good again. Like everyone back on the bus, we're, we're flying again. Um, I I do agree with you with regards to with regards to player contracts. With regards to the money in the game, it'll all depend on 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 what way this season finishes out and how hard to get hit next season. Because in that period, you are going to get between now and say Christmas, you're going to have nine Premier League games, ten games finish for each team for this season and then you're looking at it's usually about 17 18 games before the new year and the next season if we get to there and it's then right people are allowed back into stadiums they've taken a three four month hit you know that kind of way and they can recover from that it's i think it all depends on that chris when it gets down to probably the new year and you're looking going how hard have they been here here and will it really really affect because the premier league is a washroom money it always well, it always has been kind of, and and it always will be if you look at that five year bubble. How how far going on, going on to, you know, people in stadiums because that's what it's all about, isn't it? When do you expect next to be standing in a stadium watching Liverpool play football? In your mind, in your head, now in your heart, it's it's in three weeks' time. But in your head, what are you thinking? I, I'm not sure it's this year. You know, no, neither am I. Um and and. Just sorry, just to go, just to go back on to the other stuff, right? Like, footies are washed with money, but what if like the companies that fund these adverts go bust? Mm. You know what I mean? What if like 
I don't know, Heineken take a fucking massive hit because no pubs are opening mm-hmm. and they sponsor the Champions League. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. where there's who replaces that and who steps up and, and and can companies step up or you know can Chevrolet afford to if they're still fucking Man United sponsor can they afford when no one's driving to to, to be able to pump fifty million into United every well, that, single well, that, year? Well, I mean, well, that's where the contracts are going to come again. Not only players' contracts. Like for argument's sake, the TV companies are are one hundred percent writing something in here going, and they probably have it already. But for if a, if a period more than you know. X amount of weeks go by where no football is played when it should be. We are going to take X amount back, you know, and yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's going to be, they're going to double down on that. You're right with the likes yeah. of Heineken, the likes of, uh, you know, is a master, it could be Mastercard, it could be anybody, PlayStation, whatever it is. Although PlayStation are probably making an absolute fortune out of this. People at home just downloading games like there's no tomorrow. Not like you, you would only put CDs into the, into the PlayStation now. You're, you're fully <laughs> against them online gaming. It's a PlayStation, <laughs> yeah, PlayStation, yeah, the yeah. grey, that grey box under the telly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The PlayStation <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, that's it, exactly. But um, no, you're right, they'll all have, they'll all have contracts written in, but, um, it, it's it's so yeah back on the, the other stuff then yeah, the, yeah. the people the stadium like yeah yeah that's, I'm not sure it's this year personally like and I, and I hope I'm fucking wrong on that but like if there's rumours of the pubs not open until December who's gonna let fifty thousand people into a stadium? Mm. Well, yeah, no, it's, it's uh, uh, the only way you can see people in a stadium is if they they limit the capacity on a on a gradual basis, and oh you know but Would I, you I, that? oh the yeah well. Yeah. The uproar about who gets a fucking ticket and yeah. who doesn't. Yeah, absolutely. And then on top of that, it, oh, well, I'm going to argue against myself now. How do we know these people have had COVID-19 or, or don't have it now? You know, the kind of way. It, there's so many scenarios to it. I, 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 can't see, I can't see people being back in stadiums probably till this time next year. And and the reason I'm, I say that is because you're not going to get a vaccine until probably the end of this year. And then by the time you get it rolled out and people actually, and it's available enough to, to, to go and vaccine people to the point where we go, right, we've killed this. It's probably another year. Because if you look at even the testing for COVID-19, now I know there's been a lot made in the media about about um, England and, and how slow it's been and, and the Conservative government and what, what the plans were and how they... I've handled it and I use that loosely um, as, a situa- as a situation because I use it very loosely because I wouldn't be a fan of the Irish government but the Irish government have, you, have done a way better job than the English government have simply because they looked and went trouble it's coming react now instead of trouble landing and then going oh it's all here is it what will we do and we might as well just ride this out because that's what the UK done um, but, but when you look at the amount of testing that's being done if you go on that ratio and even double it or triple it um, to make that into vaccines you're still not going to have enough what does that do for, for business like you know I go over to Anfield quite a bit Um you know, I, I use pubs, I use bars, I use restaurants, I use hotels, I use whatever. Uh, and then I, I, I'm around the ground and, you know, home-baked different bits and pieces. What effect does that have, Chris? Like, only on yourselves, you know, you have to do content outside grounds. You know, that's your bread and butter. But then you have the likes of these small um, businesses all around Anfield that, that probably aren't looking at a, at a passing trade for, for another 12 months. Yeah, I, I mean... Honestly, you know, I, I'm not sure when we lose these independents that they're ever coming back. Um, you know, whether people are able to afford to take that risk again. I think some restaurants have reacted really well and got themselves on delivery and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff. But 
You know, if the if an independent goes, it's gone. And what we're going to end up seeing is more of these big fucking corporations that serve shite food and they and they take the money out and, and take their tax dollars out of the UK. Mm. And nothing gets plugged back in. I always like to, you know, not just a, it's not just the Twitter thing. If anyone follows me, I do like to shop local. I like to support local businesses. I like to go to independent restaurants because another money's fucking staying here and the tax is getting paid to the right people. Uh, and then you know, hopefully we all live better because of that. Like so, um, but you know, as far as small businesses go around Anfield, I don't know. It depends whether they're all right to get onto these furlough schemes. It depends whether what they rent uh, or the the building owners are going to do i mean i know that we've been quite lucky and got a little bit of a reduction in our rent um but you know it's it's not enough that we could survive like that for the next 12 months if that was the case mm. um without football coming back on you know but we're all right we 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 get to trade when football comes back whether it's behind the bloody uh, whether people are in the ground or not we still get to make videos Mm. It's not. It, that's not the case if you're a business that sells products outside the ground, yeah. is it? Yeah. You know what I mean. So um, and I don't you- know, man. There's it, it, going to be a lot of people sweating at the moment, isn't there? And I know a lot of self-employed people are just like still waiting to find out exactly what they're going to get and how they get their money and mm. stuff, and it's how long they can survive, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's, it's unbelievable. Like, and then you have the knock-on effect of like, if you look at the food banks, so they're outside Anfield and Goodison every time there's a game on, and they rely on that passing trade then people to come towards the ground bring them stuff you know um recently we 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 sent money to the field banks um before this happened but got chatting to got chatting to the, the guys that are involved in that and amazing work they do you know and you look at them and you go geez how did they how are they going to do it the reaction to them was being brilliant from what i can make out yeah. on, online and on twitter and, and long may I continue but again their bread and butter is being at the stadium collecting off people as they as they enter and exit the stadium so we'll have to wait and see look listen i'm going to let you go in two minutes because your three-year-old is now in making a lasagna and i don't think that's a safe thing um so um and m- mind you it might be lovely i don't know um but two questions before i go um go ahead, one how does the season finish out with Liverpool lifting the league title. Mm. Um, in what circumstance? And, uh, the game is finished behind closed doors, comes back middle of June, early July, middle to late June, early July, wrapped up by August, two-week pre-season into next year or whatever, like three, four weeks of off-season back into next year. Liverpool don't sign anyone. We go on and win the league because we've got a squad that all knows how to play together. We take advantage of the fact that we're not having to integrate any new members of, into that squad and we win the league back-to-back. Um, and then eventually we do get to celebrate maybe sometimes next season. Okay. The second question was that um, when do we all get out to celebrate this? You think it'll be probably in, probably next year? Yeah. I mean, you, you know, apart from the, the the day that it's done and I'm out on my rooftop with no pants on, mm. up and celebrating. Mm. And, and your and three-year-old is telling you to get down off that roof. Yeah, yep. um, and then there's, you know, I can look over and there's another Liverpool fan on another roof celebrating. Mm. Um but yeah, I think you know you worry about the safety of that though as well, don't you? Like not just the standing on the roof, but if Liverpool win the league, our fans going to congregate. Does that then inform a second thing? I don't think they will in Liverpool. I think we're too smart. Like, yeah. um, you know, we've seen what Atletico Madrid did to us, um, and you know that 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 fucking hurt us in the in the spread of COVID nineteen. So we know and understand exactly what you need and and, and need need not to do. Mm. Um, but Liverpool fans will go wild. They're probably a three day bender in your spare room. Mm. Um, 
just to get out the way of the missus and the kids and stuff. Yeah. And that'll do me. All right. I'm happy. I'll go with that. If I could join you in that spare room and watch the DVDs <laughs> while your kid, while your wife and kids go absolutely mental outside, um, I would be happy to do that as well. But I agree with you. I think Liverpool lift the league title um, one way or the other, and that's good enough for me. Um, as I said before, I don't care if Jordan Henderson lifts it in a bus shelter. Um, it doesn't bother me. He can do whatever he wants. Um, they can present it to him in his kitchen. I really don't care. Like uh, little legs in his kitchen. Yeah, just just yeah, just sitting at the just sitting at the kitchen table, just about to finish breakfast, and somebody comes in with the title and just goes, "There you go." He lifts it up, sticks it on the table, and we're done. I'm happy. Uh, right, Chris, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for making time for me, and um, we'll talk very very soon. Box mate. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Sports Social Podcast Network.